When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, my talkers, happy hump day. We are hanging out with Lori and Julia here, and we have some very, very uh, breaking news to talk oh. about here. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so like at about 15 minutes ago, um, it was reported that uh, and confirmed by her manager, Madonna was found unresponsive and rushed to New York City Hospital on Saturday. She was intubated in the ICU for at least one night, is now recovering, and it, the host, the celebration tour is postponed. It's a serial, serious bacterial infection that Madonna got. And, so all yeah. commitments, including the tour, are paused. Oh, well, here's some da- dates. All so dates, and it was, was kicking coming, off in Seattle. It was. Oh. She had five dates before she came to Minneapolis mm-hmm. or St. Paul, mm-hmm. actually. So the, it was starting on the 18th of July. Yes, 18th, 19th, two nights in Seattle, then to Phoenix, yes. then to Colorado for two dates, then, then Tulsa, here. and, then, and here. then here. And you know, I've been because Madonna loved loved to see what she's up to on Insta. Always have. I kind of check in with her daily. She hasn't posted since June 20th, and she didn't post anything for Pride. And Which she, is unusual, because she... She's an yes. ally going yes. way, way back. Yes. And it and I just thought, okay, I because the, the June 20th, it was like something like, let the work begin. And it were it was shots from rehearsal. Right. She's and getting I thought, ready for celebration. Yeah, I'm like that tour is coming up fast. She's got a she's performing all these hit songs, you know, you know, and you know some of it's going to be shortened versions, and you know, there's it seems like a lot of work, and so I'm just I really hope that Madonna is going to be okay. I'm like I cannot believe this. Well, she is still under medical care. She is yes. still in the hospital. Yes. So that means it Her might be even worse. A full recovery is expected <gasps> at this time. We need to pause all commitments. We're talking about Madonna, which includes the tour. We will share more details with you as soon as we have them, including a new start date for the tour and rescheduled shows. We might get lucky that she's back up no, in action. Julia, no, Why? Why? No. Why? Why can't no. we be lucky? I because be lucky. a bacterial infection, a MRSA, I believe is what Gaio Siri did he say that I that's what saw, happened? You never, never saw, saw that, that it was MRSA? Well, the fact that her her manager is letting us know, Yashir Ali is the one who's reporting that she was found unresponsive in her New York City apartment, and they called 911. Jeez. And, and bacterial 
infections. Casey got one of these. Mm-hmm. He got one of these. He got one of the, he had surgery. They can linger, right? Yeah. Well, he had surgery and he the, his bladder got nicked and he checked out of the hospital on a Saturday and the doc, the orthopedic surgeon thought an antibiotic had been prescribed and the u- urologist who stitched up the the accidental slicing of the bladder thought the, they both thought the other one no one was that no one prescribed an antibiotic oh. in case he came home on a Saturday. And by Tuesday, I mean, he was sicker than a dog running a fever. And he, I was like, I think we should call 911. Well, these are all of his buddies. buddies yes. He's like, no, I'm fine. I'm just getting better. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure you don't get sicker as the time goes, as by the time goes on from the hospital. And yeah. I called my mom mm-hmm. and she said, you just take charge. Because I was really panicked. I'd never even had kids. I mean, I never had gone through a high, sure? high temperature, you know. I mean, I, I really... I feel like there might be little Lorene's out there. No, somewhere. no. And and I'm so glad that... Because he ended up having yes. a serious bacterial infection yes. that he has to this day. Yeah. And he has to watch permanent. for it. Yeah. And when he... Yeah, it's like... It's what does no it mean joke. When it's permanent. You just have to be. Well, extra. I mean, he was on a pick line. Yeah, I remember for a month. Yeah, to get rid of the serious bacterial infection. Mm-hmm. So Madonna, it's June twenty eighth. She's not going to be. June this 30th. whole tour June is going to be. I bet. I, I mean, she's got to get. They, they, yeah, they have to get rid of the. They have to figure out and get the upper hand on it. But he, he was really sick and he did have a pick line in his chest yes. for a month at home wow and yeah yeah so i mean i don't know i mean i don't know if it's the same kind of a thing but i remember they're like your husband has a serious bacterial infection and we're going to give him the cadillac of drugs instead of the chevrolet that we initially started him on and i remember that language and i thought why would you start him on the, the Cadillac, Cadillac to begin with? Wow. Right? Anyway, All so right. I think this is going to be like seriously postponed like maybe three months. Very well could be. Yeah. You got to make we'll sure see. she, you can't push any of that. She's got to be making, if she's going to be doing the road, like you said, Dan, I mean, she's got to be in full health to be able to do that kind of stuff. And I just talked to my girlfriend about our pimpalicious seats. And we have all the and people we've got going the sweet, with us for the sweet. And my friend Paula was; she already has her airline ticket for this. You yes. know, oh, uh, that's a a lot of people do. You know, for concerts, people go to other yeah. cities yeah. and watch shows. Yeah. And, Finding out that we may need to take advantage of that at some point. Yeah, Maybe it's, Europe. Yeah, we always <laughs> have just done the Vegas thing because right. we do enjoy. You know, I love a Vegas weekend. love a Vegas weekend. Yeah. But yeah, Madonna. Jeez, oh, scary. All right. Liza Minnelli has now outlived Madonna's uh, celebration tour. Stop there's it. a there's a Liza <laughs> Ma- Manil- Manil- Liza Minnelli outlives Twitter account Stop that I get it. kind of a yeah. Account. It is. We're going to take a break early because okay. we have a special treat um, yeah. at um, for our story. We can't get enough of. Um, this is Lori and Julia. We're on my talk, and we'll be right back. Hey gang. Oh, we love talking about our airport, and I know it's a very busy busy time for people to travel, and I just want to make sure people know about the website or the t- anything, MSPAirport.com. Yes. It is your source of all information to find out 
you know, how full parking ramps are. We all, we've been talking about it forever that they have a new way that you can reserve your parking spot in advance to alleviate all stress and save money by using their um, QR code. You just go to MSPAirport.com, you click on parking, and you can schedule it at different ramps. It's simple, it's easy, you get a QR code, you're all good. Yeah, and you know, also what the TSA weight is, or if you're traveling with family out of Terminal 2, that you can go on MSPAirport.com and go to MSP Reserve, and you can book your place in line. Through for security, the, through to security. that stress? Only at Terminal 2, yes. but it's a cool new thing. So MSPAirport.com, get to the airport early and enjoy. All right, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Lori is um, reading all Madonna news, if you're just joining us, her her concert has been postponed right now she has a bacterial infection serious yeah. bacterial infection and we wish her well and we know she's going to be several days in the yeah. icu okay so we're going to switch Ugh. gears right now because okay. um one of our favorite 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 authors is ruth ware and she's got a hot hot new book out called zero days and it's so hot we just had it overnighted to us and got it today <laughs> so we haven't even had a chance to read it we're trying to locate it or she was in. She is in New York yes. doing press. And if you wonder who is Ruth Ware, it all started with the woman in Cabin Ten. Where were you when you read that book? Do you remember? That was like such a thriller. And then Into the Dark Woods, Turn of the Key. I feel like Into the Dark Woods was the first time we met Ruth. Was for that book? Maybe Lori about the yeah. hen party. Yeah. In England, that was our first... Then we had the ski one. And then the next one was the the girl girl. in Cabin 10. That was the next... That was the way that... Maybe. uh, That was because I just remember we were... But we were so excited because it was like, that is a perfect place to have something go awry. A hen party, bachelorette, stag at, whatever you want to call it. And things went horribly wrong. Right. And so... um, Ruth is going to hopefully join us, um, but I just want to say it's the number one bestseller right now, Lori. Yes, it is. On New York Times Came list. out a week ago. Okay, Ruth. Ruth. Hi. Hello. We are delighted. This is New York Times bestselling author. Hello, Ruth. Ruth, where? Hi. Hi. <laughs> we found you. <laughs> How's it going out there for you on the book tour, Ruth? Oh, so good. I'm very tired. I've had a whirlwind tour of many, many cities. Um, but I just found out today that um, Zero Days has gone in at number one on the Canadian bestseller list. So that's uh, amazing. Congratulations to you. We cannot wait. We just got it overnighted to us. We yes. are dying to read it. Yeah, it's been on everybody's list, you know, for one of the books. And you're one of our favorite authors. I mean, we go all the way back to your First book in a dark, dark wood with you. That's how many I know, years you've you been guys on. guys have been so amazingly supportive over the years. I'm just, yeah, I'm so happy to be with you again today. Thank yeah. you for making time because yes. I know you you got us in. So tell everybody what Zero Days is about. Well, uh, it's a little bit of a change of direction for me. It's still a whodunit, but the accent is more on the thriller part, psychological thriller. So my main character, Jack, is a security expert. She breaks into buildings to test their security. One night she comes home from a routine job and she discovers that her husband, Gabe, has been brutally murdered. His throat has been cut. And at first the police treat her like a grieving widow. They're really sympathetic. But then 
Jack starts to realise that they only have one suspect in the case and it is her. Mm. So she has to make a decision whether to sit tight, hope that the police figure out their mistake or whether to go on the run and try and solve the case herself, which is, of course, what she does. Yeah, she has to go on the run because the police are going to try and pin it on her. It, it absolutely it's totally not what i would do in her shoes i would sit tight and hope everything was sorted right, out so but that's a very different character to me <laughs> Ruth, Ruth, how did you know your last book was the it girl which was so amazing um your covers are amazing by the way and um just thank you I they're think, beautiful nothing to do with me but i will take all the credit yeah you're Lori and i cover sell us on books mm-hmm. so it's so great and ruth you're such a great writer and i know this was a little bit of a kind of a different a turn for you in writing this book because um, then, you know, some of your past ones, how did you even come up with this idea? Yeah, so I guess my past ones are more kind of locked room mystery. You know, they're a bit more Agatha Christie-ish. And this is definitely a bit more of a thriller, like Jack is on the run. She's yes. playing this cat and mouse game with police. Um, but I think the idea came from listening to loads of tech podcasts in lockdown. And I've been <laughs> researching technology anyway for my books, The Turn of the Key and One by One, which mm-hmm. both have kind of strong tech storylines. Um, So I had all of these podcasts on my radar and I suddenly found out about this amazing job of being a pen tester, which is basically a security person who acts like an attacker to try and test systems. And I thought, what an interesting career. You know, basically, you've got all the skills of a quote unquote bad guy, but you choose to use them ethically. And I started to think about what kind of person you would have to be to want to do that job. And then because Jack has this really unique set of skills. She's kind of a badass, really. Um, I knew that I wanted to give her a challenge that was up to her talent. And so I inflicted the worst thing that I could imagine on her, which is to lose the love of your life to murder. And then even worse than that, be suspected of his murder. Mm -hmm. Isn't that the truth? Oh, this 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 sounds like it would would be a great series on Apple Plus. (laughs) Well, funnily, you should say that it has been optioned for TV. Um, so, And I think it's going to be like a limited series. That's what they're looking into. Um, and the book's structured in oh. kind of a countdown yes. um, sort of format. Zero so it starts days. at minus eight days and you count down to zero days, which is the day that the police catch I up mean, with it, Jack. Yeah, it's basically written for a limited exactly. series. It's yeah. already it's already in an eight part series. I figure <laughs> I've done all the hard work. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> right. But Ruth, you didn't plan it that way. That just happened to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just I guess I wanted like a I wanted the sense of a ticking. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And Clark, I wanted mm-hmm. the idea that Jack's time was really limited. Mm-hmm. I wanted the reader to understand that there was this high-stakes situation. So it's not really spelled out in the book that zero days is when everything kind of comes to the crunch, but I hope that's what people will figure out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so Jessica, your um, Jessica, your publicist, who we love, Jessica Rath, um, she helped us out here because we um, just got the books a little bit, and I love this question for you, Ruth. If you're just joining us, we're talking to New York Times bestselling author and the number one book right now, Ruth Ware, Zero Days, a novel. She has this question: You've set the story in one of the most securely monitored cities in the world. It's hard to go off the grid in London. What did you think would be more? most likely to trip someone up and lead to their discovery mm. oh yeah it's a, no it's really interesting because the thing is in some ways the uk is quite an easy country to go on the run and you know we don't have extremes of weather we don't have bears we don't have poisonous <laughs> snakes so you could kind of you know just hide out in a cornfield for quite a while and you're yeah. basically okay <laughs> But the problem with the UK and particularly London is that it's one of the most surveilled places in the world. You know, it has this really extensive network of CCTV cameras. Mm -hmm. The police have powers to subpoena all of the footage. We have automatic number plate recognition. So if you use a car, it can be tracked everywhere in real time. Um, So, yeah, it's really, really difficult to go on the run in the UK because, you know, there's this network of cameras everywhere. But I think from my research, the thing that trips people up most of all when they're on the run is their desire to make sure that people at home are okay. It's their desire to keep in touch with people. And that's what usually that that's the mistake that people make. They try to phone home or contact loved ones. And that's when the police catch up with them. Mm-hmm. That is so true. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't think because it's always a mistake because they'll monitor who knows them. Let's find try to catch them. There. We're dying to read your book, Ruth. Um, I, that was a really oh, good question. It's true. We've seen that in like um, the Richard Madden show, The Bodyguard, even, you know, The Diplomat. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it in different slow horse in the UK stories, in the UK how you can line. track the car There's without a, knowing. The element of policing always includes CCTV in any English story like that. Yeah, and that's not dramatic license. It really is as heavily surveilled as they... I mean, obviously, they kind of cut down the yeah. timeline of getting hold of the footage sometimes. Yes, yes. But, you know, you can really track people from point A to point B in London. It's very difficult to get off the grid completely. Yeah. What does it feel like, Ruth? I know we don't we don't, we don't have very much time, more time with you, like a minute, but what is it like for you, each book... I mean, you're big, you get bigger and you get bigger and you get bigger. Do you still have butterflies in your stomach when you're on a book tour? I know you're exhausted, um, but is it still an exciting process for you? Oh, my gosh. Every single time. The good kind of butterflies and the bad kind. Yeah. <laughs> in the sense of every single book, I'm like, oh, I hope people like it. I hope people enjoy it. And, you know, yes, yeah, the good kind of butterflies, too, in that it's just, it's a funny job being a writer. You know, you're basically locked in a room for a year with these imaginary voices in your head. And it's just so lovely to go out and meet readers Aww. in person on the road. I love every minute of it. Well, we love reading you, Ruth, where zero days. Thanks for making the time for us, Ruth. We can't wait to dig in and Thank you, Ruth. Um, 
Read it. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Take care. to chat to you again. You too. Well, I was just giving you weather report there. And Hoffman Weber Construction, they're out to help you out when it comes to any type of hail damage that your roof may experience. They're also experts for over 30 years for everything from siding, windows, doors, gutters, solar, and like I said, roofing. And the biggest thing you got to pay attention to when it comes to hail damage is you, some of these insurance companies, they have a limitation as to how long the, the ability to fix your home will be. So if you experienced some severe weather last summer, reach out to Jason and the sales team over at Hoffman Weber Construction to get your in-house free consultation because you might be running out of time. And they're also going to take care of the whole process from start to finish. They're going to show you what you need to get. They're going to talk to you in the insurance company. No one likes to talk to the insurance company, so that's the best part about it there. And they have a really cool showroom right off of uh, 35W New Brighton where you can actually get a good look of what your home may look like with these adjustments. So if you want to learn more and get a free in-home consultation, contact Jason and the sales team at hwconstruction.com. Again, that's hwconstruction.com. Well, yeah. we just have to say um, we've trained our listeners well. Yes. <laughs> uh, people already called in to get the books that we were giving away. So thank you, everybody, for doing that. Um, it's just, it was so, we got Ruth. She was on the road, and Ruth wears zero days. She's really become like a top-selling top author. She really has. Uh, reliably, you find her books at airports and bookstores. I took at a picture Hudson. in Target yesterday of how yeah. many bookstand areas she was in, mm-hmm. and I was going to send it to them. Um, she just writes good. She gives good thrillers, but each of her books have a unique voice storyline. And do. I'm very curious. I can't, I can't wait, wait to read, read this. this one because it's different. She says from her other ones, and I just want to. Um, let people know she was here, you know, last summer and my friend Maureen went and saw her um, and she ran into her in the bathroom. Like at the Galleria? Yeah, or was she was she? at Galleria Barn- and Barnes & Noble, Noble, I think. And she ran into her bathroom and she said... Remember when we used to have authors on the regular come in here? I know. I think they do, but, you know, I'm... No, I don't. I don't. It, it's interesting to me that as much... We goes on in the Twin Cities that there aren't that we're considered a secondary book stop. I don't know that we are, Lori. I just don't think that I've I'm going to ask Chris Stewart because he's time. taken over books. <laughs> and I'm going to see if he knows the answer to that. Now, here's something I know the answer to. What? What? Um, so the new Apple TV Plus series, series Hijack. Starts tonight. Starts tonight with Idris Elba. Here is... How Rolling Stone describes it. Uh-huh. Hijack is Apple TV's version of 24 with Idris Elba as Jack Bauer. Love, love it. it. And I'm like, I'm sold. In. Yeah. I loved that. We all loved that show. Yes. I went to go watch it last night, not knowing it came out tonight. Today. But uh, I ended up checking out I'm a Virgo, and we could talk about that Okay, later. okay, yeah. good. Right. So, so uh, yeah, people, it is, it is getting... Um, recommended you know decider was like yeah watch it because it's like uh it's set quote unquote in real time and idris is this ace negotiator navigating a hijacked flight from dubai to london and it's quite exciting yeah i can't wait i like thrillers like this and 24 and jack bauer remember how obsessed we were when that show came out <gasps> Loved that for those first couple seasons, the way it rolled out yeah. the time, the and race it, against the clock. I loved it. No one runs more than Kiefer Sutherland, except Tom Cruise and yes. Mission Impossible. Well, it's kind of funny how that was like, you know, this zero day starts day 
counting zero yes. eight days and they run down the clock. I like it, things with the emergency element in yeah, it that same. I think adds. All right, Grant, give us I'm give a us Virgo. Give us I'm a Virgo because we want to watch this. Yeah, so, you know, it's... I Amazon? Go, I, I, Amazon, yeah, okay. and I watched two episodes. Okay. You remember the movie Jack with um, Ro- Robin Williams? You know how Jack, he grows fast. He's, he, yes. He, he, so this is, remember we learned yesterday, it's about a 13-foot tall yes. young man that like is trying to adapt into a world that doesn't have anything for him. Mm-hmm. Um, the story, I'm gonna, I liked it, mm-hmm. but it's not one where I wanted to, you know, usually it's like... It's not a binger. Not You're a binger. Watch it over, over time. time. But the story of the young man that they are following is, it's, it's just, it's... It's intriguing, you know, like my giant, you know, it's it's to see people so big and him handling a cheeseburger that's the size of his thumbnail, but he eats it. It's very, the production wise, it's good. The story seems to be good, but I'm two episodes in and we're not hit the meat of the story, but is the superhero aspect of it, I think. But did you, you're not, you weren't anxious, are you anxious to go back to it? It's like a once a week show. Yeah, but 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 you you give them, you got them all. You can watch them all right now. I know that, but But, Black Mirror is all there too. And and I don't recommend binging that show at all. In fact, I think you can only watch one disturbing episode at a time. And this isn't disturbing. No, I I know. This doesn't, yeah, I know. You're just kind of bored. I'm not, yeah, it's kind of a little slow, but it is, it's the cast is great. Omar Epps is in it. He's hilarious. It might be, you know, like how Station Eleven, which was a dystopian, you know, a, a pandemic, end of the world kind of a thing. But if you stuck with Station Eleven, or Sweet Tooth, it has a fable, a fairy tale, an essence. Exactly. That it just takes time. The whole show. Well, that's. It, I even felt like 1883 was that way. A lot 100%. of people dropped out of that show. And it was finally at the seventh episode when you realize this show is about so much more mm-hmm. than what it was glacially moving along. And at. that is the And thank you. Cause you didn't even, and that's, that's, I tried to say that and I couldn't say that. So yeah. that's exactly how I feel about it. It's, you fall in love with, with him as a character and just his, cause the whole first episode, and I'm not giving anything away. It's just like if, like I said, if you saw Jack, it's just him looking out the window and then, only You're ex- seeing the world through his, his thirteen foot eye, eyes, his, and what a yeah. His name is Cootie. Cootie, he, he's yeah. got to be so he sticks out like a and, just a sort of. And on Rotten Tomatoes, the critics gave it a ninety five. The audience gives it an eighty two. Mm-hmm. So yeah. people are liking yeah. this. It's it's it's. I felt that way about Sweet Tooth. I was like, I don't want to binge that show. Yes. Like, I want to kind of just let it sort of. I want to just like think about it and savor. It. We're like a thriller show. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I, like, we, I we got the diplomat. Up. I was the diplomat. In two days. Two days. Same. <laughs> and same. I felt the same way about Citadel. I love that damn thing because I like the special effects in that. Yes, and I think like Black Mirror. Casey and I watched another episode last night, and I will say that the theme of season six. Technology. Is Streamberry, which is the code name for Netflix. So the second episode was about what is one of the things that Netflix has done well, but maybe has an excess of true crime documentaries. Mm-hmm. And so the story is it is such an awful true crime story. Okay. And it it's is worth it. Yeah, no, but it's Streamberry, aka yeah. Netflix. Yep. Yeah. Is the central part, I think, of all these I watched the episodes. tail end of one last night, the first one with Selma Hayek. Yeah. I saw the ending. Oh, you did? Yeah. Did it make I, sense? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I saw the last half hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that is, and then Casey wanted to watch another one, and I said, I cannot handle mm-hmm. 
I can't handle. We've already tried this. And you know it's going to be another disturbing story. We've just had this second disturbing story. You know, and and I guess always what is at the heart of a true crime documentary that people like is that it's always... It's never the people you think are going to be the serial killers, right? That's always the angle. It's like... What? It was the next door, you know, guard bunny lady. Yeah. You, you know, think or, you have it figured out. And like, oh, I know it's him yeah. or her right away. And well, then all of a sudden. The that you're, yeah. you're, and this does yeah. the same okay. thing with that, but in such a kind of a shocking manner. Okay. Gosh, you have been pumping. And like we talked about. The, the I've bun- only watched two episodes, but it's just been clever the way they're looking at. As a streaming show, looking at streaming in our lives, it's just, you know, wild. It's had 11.6 million views since its season premiere on June 15th, and uh, that makes it yeah, number one right behind Extraction. It's getting yeah. a lot of pub. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of views. And I, and I watched. I finished my movie with Gabriel Union, The Perfect Find. Oh, did you like it? I did. It's a story about an older woman, younger man mm-hmm. kind of thing, and it's... Um, yeah, I did. People kind of were poo-pooing it, um, it because I, but it's, it's a wrong guy. We book. certainly don't it's get based it anymore. on a book. I know, and that people didn't think that they let the story develop enough. Oh, I was just God. this make... is always the criticism I of rom coms. Okay, if you're looking good. for a rom com that's fun, the perfect find. Okay, I really liked it. And what was it on? Uh, Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Hulu. I'm questioning why I have that. What. <sighs> What is on that? And you know what? When you back? do a little audit of your credit card to yeah, find you out can how you find much a lot of things. I did a nice audit the other day and yeah. couldn't believe. <laughs> I don't want to do that. You know what's back <laughs> is Jessica Beale's second season of Cruel Summer on the CW. Oh, yeah. Okay. And that was like like our good little popcorn mm-hmm. show last year. I think mm-hmm. that's on tonight, right? Yes. And yes, I think is. you watched it last year, Julia. Remember, it's the same girl and it's the date three years later. So you get flashbacks yeah. of when she's like, like 14 and 17, and I don't know. I didn't watch it. You did. The Washington Post kind of had an interesting story about Jessica Beale and the woman that she's partnered with and how she changed the trajectory of her career. Beca- and she's like only second to Reese Witherspoon in terms of female producers um, making a huge difference, even though it's still slow sure, in but Hollywood. That's cool. But the first, the very first person to have a female production team in at least the modern Hollywood Drew Barrymore production what, what studio flower. Oh, she did all those rom-coms with her oh, and Adam Sandler. Oh, and, I didn't know that was. All yeah. Of her. Oh, I didn't know she produced. That. Yes. Yeah, cool. yeah. And, and then it was Reese and then Jessica Biel and this woman that she's and the center candy. And then, you know, cruel summer, which was a huge hit with, with the kids and, and the rest of us who love the CW. And you know Riverdale's wrapping up its last. I feel I thought that ended so long ago. Well, no, it was always going to be like seven seasons, but then they had the COVID pause. Yeah. Then okay. the kids all broke up with each other, and I think they had to let some time go by. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people had movies to make. Cole yeah, Sprouse had so. cigarettes to smoke and interviews to give. Oh, you know. There we go. Anyway. There we go. All right, listen, when we come back, we are going to, oh, you know what? Uh, Chris Long on KSTP got a lot of love. Got a lot of love on, yeah, KSTP Channel 5 on GMA yesterday. And we meant to play it and post it yesterday, but 
we have it for you today. He was very, very creative in in his uh, Sunday night wrap-up after Taylor Swift. We'll yeah. be right back. Okay, so I get a call from my neighbor, and she's just so excited. She's driving back from Hammernix today. Oh, she is? And what did like, she well, get? She just said, oh my gosh, Julia, they're so nice there. I'm so excited. I'm getting everything. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Everything done and installed next week, at the end of next week. They couldn't have been nicer. nicer. And I say, mention Lori and Julia. Yes. Good things happen. She said, good things happen. I mean, yeah. So when you go into Hammernix, make sure to mention Lori and Julia. They take care of everybody, but I think they extra. You know, yeah, is she doing shop. a kitchen she's or is she doing, doing bedrooms? Oh, she's wow. doing everything. Oh, so wow. she's so, she was like pea green, like needed to call me right away before she even got home because she's like, they're so wonderful. And it does change the look of your home yes. to have, like, it, it besides painting, it is the next immediate facelift. And it's just so great. And we know they opened their new location in Rochester. We know they're on Bass Lake Road in 169 in New Hope. We also know their main location, the original OG, is on Ray Street in St. Paul. Designers there to help you upfront 12% discount on all inside flooring. Mention Lauren Julia. 929. Where talk is fun. Every afternoon from 3 to 6, Lori and Julia on My Talk 1071. I'd rather hear how much you regret me and pray to God that you never met me than forget me. Oh, I hate to know I made you cry, but love to know I crossed your mind, babe. Okay, are you ready for it? So, yesterday morning, play of the day on Good Morning America. Uh, they're like our local affiliate in uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Paul, KSTP. Chris Long, who covers sports, uh, I believe it was Sunday night. It was, yeah. Played a little game with Taylor Swift fans by hiding 47 song references in his four-minute sports newscast. So Grant posted it. Here's a little bit of it. I mean, it went on for four minutes. That's Robin, the Michael Strand, they were like truly impressed. And Chris's, this has just racked up a gazillion views. Good for him. And this is That's the kind clever of and it takes time. It sure does. I wow. mean, it's so clever the way he did it. And like if he if the late night guys were around, he would this been would have yeah. been picked up on, on several late night what a shows. fun thing. Yeah. So it's posted if you want to see it. But and I, I did like that the GMA folks, Robin and Michael Sturan, they were like, damn, that is pretty impressive. Yeah. And he, I, you know, it's funny is before it was Saturday or Sunday, I was on Facebook and I'm friends with him on Facebook. And he posted a picture of his daughters and his wife going to the concert. And he wrote this really long thing. His first concert, I believe, that he went to that he remembered was a Bruce Springsteen concert. Oh. And so he was like, I will never forget that. That was yeah. the most amazing day of my life. I hope that my girls and my wife can have that same experience. Which, of course, this, they did. Which they did. And then he goes and does this and becomes uber famous. For That's so fun. I mean, four minutes yeah. and That's a 47 songs all that is seamlessly amazing. fitting in.
That's you know, amazing. Show, it was really good. Was oh really my good. gosh. And he's such a great guy. And big shout out to Channel 5 Eyewitness News. They yeah. do a great job. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. So, um, what else, Lori? Well, tonight, the uh, uh, HBO documentary, All That Heaven Allowed, uh, dives into the life and death of the 1950s biggest movie star, Rock Hudson, its biggest gay movie star, and how Hollywood. Um, he was, you know, he could do it all as long as he agreed to hide his sexuality. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I don't think I'm going to be able to watch it tonight. Yeah, I don't but, know that I'll be able to watch it tonight, but I, I am looking forward to it because you do like just think of how Rock Hudson died mm-hmm. and not like what an incredible movie star, you know, he was all the while having to, you know, hide a secret that oh, wasn't just, a secret. It just sounds it's I just just think terrible. It's so Okay, so yeah. here's here's a question. So tonight, you know, yeah. we're going over to my mom's house, Grant, and my mom mm-hmm. is sick of having the pictures of our childhood. Mm-hmm. And so three, four of the five of us are in town right now, at kids, and we're going over there tonight. And, and it was funny, I was having a conversation with my friend yesterday, and she goes, like, she cleaned out one drawer in our house. You know, she's trying to tackle things. Oh, and yeah. so she had one drawer clean, cleaned up, but she yet she couldn't really throw out anything in the drawer. You know, mm-hmm. the baptismal certificates, the first communion certificates, the oh, confirmation. Yeah. She's like, you, what do you do? You, you need a friend to help you make your toss pile. Because what do we do with all the pictures? You, yeah, I know. I mean, you know. Do you take pictures? So inevitably, I've taken pictures of a lot of our pictures, mm-hmm. like for my talk. Yeah. And kept them so and labeled them, you know, for the different things. But it's... Your mom invited me to this tonight. I, yeah. And I... She invited Jeff, too. And I said, no, I, he doesn't want to I had to <laughs> decline. I was like, I can't think of anything I would rather not do. <laughs> uh, I don't want to get in any sibling way. Yeah. You know, it's your bonding time. But it's just kind of interesting because, like, what do you do? Well, I kind of went, did a little bit of this with my um, dad last year when he Mm -hmm. sold his home that he'd had for, like, 38 years up on the lake. Did you throw anything out without his knowing, like Casey and I did with my dad? No, but he had us go through pictures. Oh, gosh. And it was, like... It's hard. It it was hard to do, and, you know... uh, yeah, it just it was just kind of kind of hard to do, and you're it's like, hard. yeah, and then you have them in a bag, and then what do you do with them? Yeah, 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 yeah. I I didn't I didn't like yeah I didn't like doing it, so I'm not going tonight because I'm like I don't I've don't already I've already done it with my dad, and I mm. will have to do it probably with my mom's. I remember vividly, and I think it was Casey, or it might have been my little sister Catherine, but for some reason, Dad was I think it was Catherine. Um, we. <laughs> you know how people just can't oh that jacket you know oh, i got it yes. from turning in all my cigarette label remember when you'd collect the coupons like gold bond stamps mm-hmm. and so dad would have the sports illustrated windbreaker that he got yeah. from buying so many cartons of cigarettes oh and stuff. i mean that was the back in the day people would always collect all that and i'm just thinking oh and he's like i can't part with that and you know all of our eight by ten senior graduation high school graduation yes. pictures oh, and the yeah. heavy wood frames yes, and everything yes. like, <gasps> yes. it's a lot i know get I, on it now I you think. guys all look so much alike because i he had that on that wall above i know he the, did. in the kitchen we all looked exactly alike yeah you all looked, alike. looked like a boy you all looked alike and and then the playboys were artfully arranged on the coffee table 
underneath the, to, uh, underneath along all with the, the Polaroid photos on his dresser upstairs. Yeah, just but I mean, it was like such a sweet, sentimental thing, and then and then the reality, and then an overflowing ashtray. I wonder how people are missing. I mean, you have to rely on your phone for the Playboys now. Are people missing the actual magazines? Well, it's not as much fun to you know like sneak in the woods and look at a. Like I remember, we've came across a cachet oh, of yeah. dirty Japanese oh. magazines, and it was a mix of anime and all you know. And, oh yeah! And we lived in Japan, and we found it like in an abandoned like tent camp area. And my lord, we met there for like two weeks trying to make sense of what we were seeing <laughs> in these very explicit photos oh yeah yeah and uh and then we realized wow this is uh this is something we could charge people i was always trying to figure out a way to charge people to look at dirty things i discovered pepper pepper 25 cents yeah pepper (laughs) my dad's uh, my mom and dad's painting of the the half naked lady i mean yeah and i was like with my my uh, friend i was like yeah we could Show people the way back to this forge. I I have a very similar story. My neighbor and I, before the internet, his dad he was single, he divorced, and out, so got, he got all, kinds, he, of all kinds of playboys. But they weren't out; they were kind of hidden. But we, you know, we went into his closet and took yeah, like yeah. three or four. Yeah. And then you guys know my golf course passed oh, with the golf course. course. Yes. So we would we had them. We put them in Ziploc bags oh, God, and we hid them under the rain shelter. And then we would bring our buddies out there and we would show them. And then I remember one time I was out actually golfing with my friends and I'm like we came to the rain shelter it was on number six right next to his house and it was supposed to be under there and i was with some of my 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 friend and two of his older brothers so i was going to be the cool kid that show them show them this i right? got we magazine yeah, that got, was really a dirty one and i never even heard of it I, oh my but go ahead Graham, and finish. i go to get it and of course they're not there because oh. my neighbor had taken them for himself to show somebody else yeah. and i looked like the big schlep who was bragging mm. all the all the way through <laughs> hole one through six like hey when we get to hole six guys we're gonna you know and of course they weren't there but that's yeah we funny. kept them in a man under a yeah. rain shelter that's funny I mean, where, you know, where do you do it? You know, and this is before the internet days, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, an essay would sell the magazines and they'd be blocked out. out. Yeah. My mom worked for a bookstore and there were like double D's and, you know, there were so many, that was just a magazine devoted to the big, beautiful double D's. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) The double D, here's to the double D ladies. Even airplanes. I remember as a young lad, I was sitting next to someone and I had to switch seats because my mom was like, "Mm, this guy's not looking at the right magazine right now. (laughs) Yeah, we were let, I mean, there were so many just very naughty naughty magazines back in the day yeah. all right <laughs> all right there's our detour and there's that all our detour. With, what do you do with your pictures <laughs> right. kbd i don't think we answered that at all Uh-oh. all right we'll be right back stay with us this is Lori and julia on my talk